Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host Lauren. And I'm your host Leanne. So this week we are going to tackle a subject from the sequel trilogies. We're going to discuss Rey and why we think it would have been pretty interesting if she had been a Kenobi. And in another episode, we're going to discuss why it would be interesting if she was a bloodborne Skywalker. But tonight, today, wherever you're listening, whatever time zone, we're going to delve into why Rey should have been a Kenobi. Now, trigger warning to anyone who's sensitive (laughs) regarding the sequels. We're not here to bash. That's not our intent. We're here to explore. And so it's probably controversial that we're, you know, exploring something that is not currently canon. But between you and I, Lauren, we've talked a lot about the things we've seen, the things that we wish we would have seen, um, you know, a lot of a lot of indications that wow, this would have really worked had she been a Kenobi, mm-hmm. and yeah. not Obi Wan's daughter. We're talking Obi Wan's. It would had have to be Obi Wan's granddaughter, correct? I think because yeah, I think that's how because, yeah. Um, Ben Solo. Yeah, she's Palpatine's granddaughter, yeah, right. and she would have been from that same time period. Yeah. I suppose, um, unless Palpatine was getting around a long, well, long. Well, here's the thing. Ago. Number one, I don't want to think about Palpatine getting around anything. I don't understand <laughs> I that. I don't have a good explanation, nor did they. And I don't. Here's the elephant no. in the room. Who did he bang? And like, right? Wh- wh- this is okay. That's not the topic of this conversation currently but it's like but it is like a question that a lot of people have where the hell did this start i'm gonna need to see the family tree on this one okay (laughs) we've requested the family tree of the crease family for similar purposes i'm gonna have to put in the request for the palpatine family tree formal request to disney please thank you this because it makes no goddamn sense well and okay i just for preparation for this episode i just rewatched all of the sequels like in a row over a couple of days you are a strong woman and i can't watch three movies of any kind in a row at this point in my life so good on you bestie good (laughs) on you so they're long long oh my god i said many times this these are movies that will never end my god i enjoyed most of it for the most part but I will say, the Palpatine thing literally came out of nowhere. Yes. The end of Last Jedi, and the you go right into Rise of Skywalker, and suddenly the first line of the, the crawl, you know, that comes up is, Palpatine has returned. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> from whence did he come? Yeah. I have no idea yeah. where that came from. Uh, aside from the personal problems I have with, Palpatine returning. Um, I'll summarize it as this. It basically voids out 
Anakin slash Darth Vader's sacrifice and the point of Luke. Yes. And his sacrifice. I mean, it, it kind of just null and voids that. Yes. But, okay, so we're presented with this. Ray is a blood Palpatine. Skywalker by choice. Skywalker by attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, by by personality, by choice. By the choices. She's, she's a kind human well, and a kind... Yeah. It's like what you said in the last episode or a couple episodes ago that Skywalker now means Jedi. Like, it's a new word for Jedi. It's like a... Yeah, so it's it's synonymous with so much more than just a bloodline, right? right? But we're here to flip that and say, what if she had been the granddaughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Assuming that Satine would have been her grandmother, correct? Not necessarily, she Not necessarily. Could have been. It could have been somebody that is on Tatooine, or that's during yeah. that time period. There were a lot of lonely nights. He was a gray fox. Or a silver fox. <laughs> He's a silver fox. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> How do you get through those lonely years without a little something-something? Right, and it, I mean, it is Kenobi. I'm like, shit. Right, gonna he's no longer attached to the code, so he's got no reason to, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. I, a lot of things make a lot of sense with Rey if you come at it from the point of view of her potentially being a Kenobi. And didn't Daisy Ridley say that they had considered and they were almost there? They almost went with it? Yeah. I mean, they had all these these little telltale so like like i said i went through the movies and rewatched them and just made notes on things that to me kind of were indicators granted i found indicators for all sorts of other possibilities for her lineage as well but like the ones that were very kenobi heavy she speaks many languages without any explanation this is true and even if she, she doesn't speak it she understands it like she understands chewy and she yes. understands all the droids and she speaks to that guy tito at the beginning of force awakens who's got bb-8 and she Mm -hmm. sets him free from him Mm -hmm. um she also like she's like an excellent pilot and mechanic which is maybe more of a skywalker thing but obi-wan was a really good pilot he was he was an excellent pilot he was reluctant to accept that about himself you know. Well, and they explain why he says he doesn't like flying in the Master and Apprentice book. Yeah, why? He flies into a ship and, like, ends up flying through a ship, like, down the hallways, and it's so, like, intense that he never wants to fly again. That's interesting, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Anakin sought those exact situations out and lived for them. <laughs> yeah, like, that was his life yeah, blood. He, yeah. he saw an opportunity, <laughs> he was going to fly right down through the middle of the hallway of a ship. <laughs> Well, okay, so other things like her vision. Oh, the vision's a big one. The vision's a big one. Well, because, okay, so she has psychometry, is that what it's called? Psychometry, the same skill that uh, Quinlan Voss has, right? Where she touches the thing and she can see. But, like, that doesn't explain almost every part of that vision. It explains why she hears Luke scream, why she suddenly is in the hallway for Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't explain any of the other visions. Mm -hmm. And Obi-Wan is the voice that she hears besides Luke in that moment. And I remember when The Force Awakens came out, a lot of people 
made note of that and said, oh, shit, she's a Kenobi. This has to be right. this has to be a, an obvious tell. Right. That she's a Kenobi. And it's not just Ewan McGregor's voice. They also use Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness says Ray. Mm-hmm. I guess they cut like up him saying some other longer well, that word. Well, yeah, that. that would have out. to be. And then they had Ewan McGregor say, these are your first steps. Mm-hmm. And then his voice is the first voice she hears at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Very true. Where he says, these are your final steps. Yeah. So it's like they bookend it with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Which is so interesting seems... if you think about it. If you think about it from the canon version that we know with the Palpatine, why Obi-Wan? You could explain it away as, uh, what's his name? The director. Which one? J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams. You could explain it away as J.J. Abrams started the sequel trilogy and he ended the sequel trilogy. So he had Obi-Wan in The Force Awakens and so he closed it out with obi-wan's voice starting you know the list of mm-hmm. jedi that she hears sure um which by the way i would have preferred instead of voices we could have got like some kind of force ghost yes. army you've seen that art oh i've right? seen the art and it is everything it, it listen yeah. if you guys are listening we will post the art that we're talking mm-hmm. about where it's all of the jedi that you hear speak to ray but like we'll behind it, her yeah. like it's it Ugh. is what should have happened and didn't wasn't there like a fan art video not just a still oh, art. Yes. there's a whole fan mm-hmm. art video that somebody did you're like right a, it's good anyway it's so good it's, it's really good. yeah that would have made that scene even more powerful so because... i mean we talk about honoring all of the movies and all of the actors who played mm-hmm. in all of these movies yeah that would i mean the audience would have lost their fucking minds if yes. that had happened. Yes. I would have. I mean, I was I'm waiting getting for Getting excited it. thinking about it now. <laughs> I totally was kind of waiting. Like, I really thought it was going to happen, and I was disappointed that we didn't get to see it. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, she also does Jedi mind tricks with no training whatsoever. Yeah. Which is one of Obi-Wan's skills. Yeah. It's the first thing we see him do in yeah. A New Hope. It's the tell that he's a jet and like mm-hmm. he's they say I believe I've read this in like canon and stuff that it's pretty easy for him, even though it's not easy for everybody. Right. Um, Ahsoka had some issues with that. <laughs> right. I mean if you she, could think she about would it. Get started on it and then it would, yeah, kind of it would wear just off fail. Yeah. Minute. Poor Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> she she did try though. Yes. <laughs> um she also sneaks around Star Killer base, just like Obi Wan sneaks around the Death Star. They mm-hmm. have very like similar mm-hmm. cinematography for that whole sequence. Yeah, and it's very like it's very much an echo of A New Hope. Yeah. Um. And then there is um. This is also something I'm gonna link in the post on our website and on our Tumblr for this. At the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, the first time you see her, she's sitting, levitating, with all these rocks mm-hmm. levitating around her, which is an exact piece of imagery from a comic book of Obi-Wan. Oh, there you go. Sitting in the desert in Tatooine. There you go. He's sitting there, and like his cloak is fluttering around him, and he's got all these stones hovering around him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost an exact copy of that image. So it's like they lead you... In all these yes. ways to think, I mean, at this point, this, like I said, the scrawl says that Palpatine's back, but I guess you don't know Rey is a Palpatine right off the bat, but True. they're still leading you visually to 
to think she's still like a descendant, like a blood descendant of a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And visually it all like implies that it's Obi-Wan. Yeah. And she does the little backhand deflection. She does though. And I remember you Mm -hmm. and I talking about that. That's a Kenobi thing. Yeah, I remember even saying it to my dad. I was yeah. like, that's a blood, like in the theater, like, oh my God. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Shut right. up and watch the movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> well, yeah. You know my reasons why I thought she should have been a Kenobi. And this extends beyond, this extends beyond fact or theory of what we've seen. This is not me gathering. This is me saying, this could have wrapped this whole thing up perfectly had it been done this way. And I, I, this is, this is exactly what I told you. I don't know what, at the end of what movie it was, if it was Rise of Skywalker or whatever it was, but had she been a Kenobi. Okay. So we have, we have Ray. Let's say she's the granddaughter of Kenobi. We have Ben Solo, the grandson of Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi started this thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were there from the fucking jump. Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Anakin. Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship was the foundation for what ended up happening and how it led to Luke and Luke rising as the new hope, right? Without what happened between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, there would be no original trilogy as we know it it was backfilled by george lucas right because we had the original trilogy first but in a new hope it's obi-wan kenobi versus darth vader slash anakin skywalker his best friend his brother and his you know uh apprentice right they couldn't they lost their friendship they lost their brotherhood what happened happened and palpatine won had Ray been a Kenobi, think of what the end of the Rise of Skywalker could have been. The grand, the grandson of Anakin and the granddaughter of Obi Wan coming together, righting the wrongs and the misfortunes that happened to Anakin and Obi Wan in the very beginning, when Palpatine had Anakin wrapped under his th- like wrapped around his finger, and the Jedi were out. The grandkids could have came together. And fixed it and ended it once and for all. They could have done their grandparents right mm-hmm. and fixed it. And it would mm-hmm. have been a mirror of they, Anakin and Obi-Wan couldn't do it by themselves. They had to be together. Yep. They could have taken Palpatine had they stayed together. Shit, didn't Obi-Wan say in the Mortis arc, like, as long as we all stay together, we'll be fine. What a premonition, yeah. right? Right. Well, so here's the grandkids, and had Ray been a Kenobi, ama- imagine the amazingness of seeing the Kenobi and the Skywalker come together to finally fix this. It could have been so powerful. Oh my God. It would have been one of the greatest moments in Star Wars. Could have been. I, I think so. I, I think. Even more than Ray being a blood Skywalker, I could see it. It could have been like cousins, you know, you know, if it was Luke's daughter and Leia's son, you know, I could see the same thing, like the two Skywalkers coming together. And we can talk about that in a different episode, but like, 
man, it just goes back to the goddamn beginning of Skywalker yeah. and Kenobi. And it would have made the dyad plotline make more sense and be more so. powerful. Yes. Because it literally came out of nowhere. Like, why the fuck would a Skywalker or a Solo and a Palpatine be a dyad? Mm-hmm. A Skywalker and a Kenobi would be a dyad because they are opposite forms of passion. Yes. Right? Those characters are... Obi-Wan is all about reserve and holding back his passion, and Anakin is all about letting it all out. And, mm-hmm. and even when he was a Jedi, you know, he was a very passionate Jedi mm-hmm. and never held back, really. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to have them be foils for each other yeah. makes sense. So to be a dyad would be true balance. And that's why that would make more sense than... If she was a Palpatine. Yes. There is no balance now. And and there isn't. The episode ends and Sidious dies and Ray dies. That was balance. But then she comes back to life and Ben Solo dies. And now it's not balanced anymore. Mm-hmm. Balance is evil has to exist with the good. Yes. Otherwise, it isn't balanced. Yes. It's you can't, an imbalance. You cannot have one without the other. We know this in life. We know this in religion. We know this in... Star Wars. Right. And, yeah, I mean, we could go on about how Ben Solo probably should have lived. Let's do a whole episode on that, because I feel very passionately well, I about feel it, passionately, especially now. I feel passionately about the character of Ben Solo, because I found him to be the most intriguing and interesting of the sequel trilogy. He had the most interesting story arc. Definitely. And the most character growth. Yes. And it was, it actually was very moving. And I think that's part of the actor, Adam Driver. Oh, so he was good. Excellent. But like the scene where he fights Ray in um, Rise of Skywalker on the crashed Death Star. And then yes. he's wounded and she heals him and runs away. And then his father appears, you know, Han appears. That scene, I was just like to holding this, back tears. Yeah, to this to this day, I I always have visible emotion when that happens. Yeah, when and, he says, Dad. Right. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's still a kid. Yeah. Who just wants his parents' love. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean. Who is lost and led astray and. Manipulated. Was vulnerable. Yeah. Just like Anakin. Poor little baby boy. <laughs> I do wish that we'd have had an Anakin moment where he just came up and backhanded Ben and said, don't do what I did, kid. God damn it. <laughs> No, yeah, I was I'm like, just kidding. Come on, Kylo. Haven't you seen Return of the Jedi? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I, I I, would have loved, not not to take away the Han and Ben scene by any means. I, I just, it would have been, oh, people could say it's fan service. Yeah, I like fan service. You know why? Because I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a fan. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> nice to have me. service to the fan. Um. <laughs> but it would have been cool to have like just a brief you know because yeah if you're going to bring Palpatine back you have to bring the man back who originally ended him in brought yeah. balance and and Luke which right you know uh, anyway this is about Ray and her possibly being a Kenobi <laughs> I have to remind myself of focus. We'll circle back around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have strong thoughts, everybody. But Yeah, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. Ugh. Um Look, we're a little older than uh, a lot of the fan base 
out there that's vocal on, at least on social media. <laughs> um, that's true. We're partial to the original trilogy, but we're also both writers and we both appreciate good art and good theories. And yeah. the more you think about it, sometimes you come up with stuff like, damn, this would have really worked. And I think there were enough clues there, like you mentioned. I don't know if you had more, mm-hmm. but those those are some damn good clues. Well, okay, to show my age, <laughs> my job is marketing. And like her not be like, it's a total marketing opportunity missed. It yes. is just, it blows my mind. Disney, if you're listening, I'm available. I'm an independent contractor. <laughs> oh my God, you missed a huge opportunity, right? Yes. If she was a Kenobi, instantly you have everybody who's seen that movie wants to watch the Kenobi series you and find it. out what the fuck, like how the hell is this girl a Kenobi? You, you didn't explain it. it. And now I get to go and eat this other material yep. up. Good material is self-referential. So it sends your audience back and forth. It rewards them for watching and listening and reading everything about your product. And then it's not just about selling your product. It's about rewarding your audience. And that is exactly what you would have done if she was a Kenobi. Then they would have rewarded your company back by wanting, not that people aren't going to want to watch the Kenobi series anyway, but this is like a natural tie-in. Yes. I don't understand why that would be a missed opportunity, you know, why they would miss that opportunity. You nailed it. You 100% nailed it. I feel the exact same way it was a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Um, it It's just good business. It would have been <laughs> fantastic business. Um, yeah. Not that they need any more help with their business, but no, they seem to be doing just fine without us. But (laughs) just stating the obvious here, yeah, that that would have been an immediate. We gotta watch the show. You could still have all the elements that are gonna be in there: the uh, Darth Vader, Anakin, um, the the young Luke, perhaps the young Leia. All of the you know what we're gonna get, anyways. But it would have eventually gave us where Ray came from and filled in all the gaps and think of all the side characters that would come from that. You know? Seriously. I mean, it gives you more legs to walk on because even, okay, say season one is just about how Ray comes to exist. Whatever they're planning now, whatever the Kenobi series is going to be now, it could still have been that in yes. season two and like just expand the universe more and more. Yes. I th- I think part of why I have a tr- I have trouble with the sequel trilogy is the point was to kind of like kill off the Skywalkers so that they could move beyond the Skywalker saga. In right. The, I agree with you. The Star 100%. Wars universe. And it's like, don't you realize that that's the foundation? Mm-hmm. So like when you don't tie your material together, then who gives a fuck? Like if it's a one standalone, like Rogue One is a great example. Amazing. It's a standalone Amazing. but it, it ties in to so many other parts of Star Wars. That's why the audience went fucking nuts over it when and it's it came beloved out. it's beloved you can see it all over it's one of the best star wars movies out there and that's why i will definitely watch the cassian Andor show mm-hmm. because i liked that character and yeah. it's it ties together it's yeah just, and i'm to me, interested that's... to see how it continues to tie and build the story that yes. we know i mean it's called storytelling for a reason tell us a more tell us more about the story um, right. And I'm sure they will do that in the Kenobi series. But if you th- if you take the 
element of the sequel's main female protagonist, it could have been so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, co- it could have really been. And hey, hey, we don't know. We don't know <laughs> what is going to be in this thing or what the secrets are going to come. Hey, we didn't know there was going to be a baby Yoda ever. <laughs> we don't, we don't, yeah. we still don't even know what a Yoda is. Like, okay. Like, right. Which is great. I was actually, I was like kind of disappointed that oh, there was really? a baby Yoda because Yoda was an unknown species. And oh, it's like, yes. Yes. Do we have to explain everything? No. Can't things be a mystery? No, Sometimes but the thing it's is fun they to not know. They didn't explain it. I was so glad that they didn't find the planet and they yes. didn't find the species. Keep that shit secret. See, Dave knows what he's doing. Yes. But they yeah. they dangled something in front of us. I thought, oh, fuck, no, they're not going there. But they did. And I yeah. think they stopped right where they needed to. They yanked back right, <laughs> right when they needed to. They didn't get too crazy. Yes. But, like, you know, they're, uh, uh, this makes me tired. Yeah. <laughs> all these things i know know. there's so many threads to hold on to oh man yeah i think i think the biggest is that uh vision scene it's very skywalkery but why was obi-wan the voice she heard why yeah there's so many questions from the force awakens that we'll never get answers to but yeah. well, probably because they didn't have answers to because no. they didn't have it planned ahead of time, and that shows because George Lucas had the entire uh, what is it six episodes no yeah six episodes and all of Clone Wars was pretty much planned out. He knew the path he was going to take with that well before he ever even made the first movie. I'm going to compliment the team on Marvel for the ten years of impeccable story writing and planning that they had and made 10 years of movies seamlessly flow together because they had a plan Mm -hmm. and they still have a plan they're showing it now with their television shows all it would have taken was some planning just a little bit of planning but it's not what we were given this is what we have to give and that's why we're here to theorize about what maybe could have or should have been that's the fun of being a fan right yes exactly I'm sure there's some great fan fiction out there that would satisfy our needs. Because <laughs> it's too late now. This stuff is written in stone, as it were. But um, yeah. I just think that it would have been a stronger plot line. And, and, you know, okay, fine. Bring Palpatine back. It's so like Doctor Who. Doctor Who keeps fighting the same villains over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It gets, I love Doctor Who. I'm not shit-talking Doctor Who. David Tennant forever. But, like... I got real sick of the Cybermen, and that's how I feel about Palpatine. And basically, the end of Rise of Skywalker is almost identical to the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I found that to undermine the original material. Yeah. It detracts from it, because then whatever those characters experienced and suffered and sacrificed yes. makes no difference now, because here we are again. Yeah, so that I don't know. I did like the movie. I'm not shit-talking the movie. I like Rise of Skywalker. It's good. Mm-hmm. I don't like Last Jedi, but that's neither here nor there for this episode. Yes. Um, but I do think that this would have been a much stronger story. We'll end here, but <laughs> just just picture. Just play along with us. Picture Rey, the granddaughter of Kenobi, and Ben, the grandson of Skywalker, 
against Palpatine, this menace for fucking decades, centuries, whatever. The gnat on the horse's ass, if you will. (laughs) Ray. (laughs) Sorry. Ray and Ben light those. You know how they bring those sabers out together? Had Ray's been green. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd have died. Like, just just as a nod to Luke, right? But. You know, or fine, blue think, and blue like Anakin and Obi Wan. I can handle that. But had it been, had it been right, just a Skywalker and a Kenobi together again to take out what ended them in the very beginning. Listen, Qui Gon is smiling somewhere <laughs> at this theory. That's all. <laughs> Seriously, he would have been very pleased. Oh my god, yeah. I I want that so badly. I can't even tell you. Like I just I know. They the ending was so satisfying except for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and Ben died. Yes. Like, like if they two things that <laughs> if he hadn't yeah. died, it would have been like the reward that Ray deserved. You know, a partner, a companion, right. a family, which she had yes. with her friends, but this would have been a deeper like because yeah. Luke had the same thing, right? Like, he has his friends and his family, but he had nobody to understand mm-hmm. his burden as a Jedi at the end of Return of the Jedi. He's standing there alone, and he looks over at these ghosts. Like, he's got ghosts for company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, so did Rey. She literally exactly. is a Skywalker in this respect. All she had was herself, and then she looked over, and there's a couple of ghosts. Yes. Like... <laughs> Um, so true. Which was beautiful, by the way. It is. It's I'm really sorry, beautiful. But Luke and Leia at the end, it needs to end with them. And so. I had a moment while I was watching that last scene where, like, it could have been okay, too, if she had said solo. Like. Scolo? No, solo. Like, Han Oh, Solo's- I thought you said Scolo. Like, What's Scolo? Like, instead of Raylo, it's Scolo. Skywalker Solo? Oh, I mean, shit. That's... Did we just make a new hashtag? <laughs> Scolo! Scolo. Well, because, like, if you're all in- into Raylo, I mean, like, if you're into Raylo, which I'm not opposed to, I'm okay with it, Um, like... They have this moment where they exchange life force with each other. Like, she gives her life force to him when she wounds him. He brings her back from the dead, which Anakin would have liked to know how to do that. Like, yeah. 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 What the, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> I guess Palpatines really do know how to do that shit. I guess. So what the fuck? Anyway. Well, I, I would have thought, like, Luke and Leia are standing there looking at her, and it's like, she would have been the union of a Skywalker and a Solo, but I guess that'd be all sorts of weird. Because <laughs> they'd be cousins, well, right? So I guess it's best that they're not I related. Mean, but <laughs> Now we're getting into Game of Thrones territory. <laughs> where there's literal yeah. family trees of, yeah. I guess that was acceptable until about 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> But in this respect, we're talking she's a damn Kenobi. Yes. It would have worked. Yeah, it would have been right? so fucking good. Right? Mm. Would have been, yeah. How great would that be, too, to have a Kenobi on Tatooine bearing those sabers, and she said, you know, Ray Kenobi. Ha ah. I have so many feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, 
we have a lot of feelings. <laughs> yeah. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Last week, we asked our listeners what they were wanting to see in the upcoming Kenobi series, and here are two comments that stood out. Kiara on YouTube says, very simply, and we agree, she says, I just want to see more Obi-Wan content with Ewan McGregor. I don't ask for more. I trust him. Just give me the Kenobi series already. (laughs) Kiara, we are with you. Yeah. Give us the goods, right? Do it already, guys. Come on. And then Jernan, who wrote at least a four-page novel. Thank you, Jernan. We appreciate you. (laughs) I'll just read her first sentence that says, she does say, I could go on for 5,000 plus words. (laughs) She's going to try to keep her brief, brief, but she says, I am 100% convinced Qui-Gon is going to make an appearance in the Kenobi series, and I would love it to go down in the manner as you guys explained. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go ahead and give it a listen because we can't wrap it up you know, or sum it up right now. But yeah, we are definitely also hoping that we get some Qui-Gon moments yes. in the Kenobi series. Please, powers that be at Disney. <laughs> Very <laughs> that was nice. the worst rhyme I've ever come up with. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for myself. All right, so we're turning it over to you, our followers and listeners. The question this week is, very obviously, do you think it would have worked had Rey been a Kenobi? Or do you think it's fine the way it is? Or do you really think she's a blood Skywalker? She should have been a blood Skywalker. Tell us. Tell us. Kenobi, Skywalker, Palpatine, or nada? None of the above. (laughs) Let us know, please. Fill our inboxes. (laughs) So come back next week and join us for a very uh, deep, dark, interesting subject. We're going to discuss... The end of Revenge of the Sith and the duel between Obi-Wan and Anakin, particularly the very end of it, where Obi-Wan leaves Anakin on Mustafar to die. It's going to be deep and dark, and it's going to be really awesome. I actually posted something about this on Tumblr just today, and it's burning like wildfire through the social medias. Oh, too soon. I know. People are... Too soon for a fire joke. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. Too soon for a fire joke. You've been dealing with fires. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. No, I meant Anakin burning up on Mustafar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. 